We're live. Live. <laughs> All right. Well, you just go straight in with your your topic first. Have you forgot to clap? Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> Clapped. Yeah. Right. Do you know what that is? What the, clap? the first thing? He doesn't even know what we're doing. To sync all the audio together, yeah. because you're being recorded on a laptop, we're right. recording into this. Then I'll edit it after. Magic. Every day's a school day. That's pretty good. It's good to learn this sort of stuff. Yeah. So is this, I mean, is this live now? This is live. So should we maybe introduce ourselves first? Well, I've I've introduced you prior to this. They'll know your voice. They know me. Dan, do you want to? So to well, no, no, I'll, g- I'll give you a little intro. So to my left, I've got Greg. Does, left, does right, left really matter? Anyway, no, yeah, there's no visuals, so left and right doesn't really... Anyway, carry on. God, sorry, that was me being really silly. I've, I've got Dan and Greg both here. Um, they might need to know. So the voice you're hearing now is Greg. And the voice you're hearing now is Dan Barrett. <laughs> and I'm Charlie. <laughs> and should we, like, for the listeners, I mean, obviously, we'll, you'll have some listeners that will know us. Hmm. Yeah. So, what, you want to do a little bio about it? Well, yourself? I mean, yeah, it might be nice just for them to sort of understand a little bit about us. I'd say the majority of all listeners will know who I am. <laughs> I'm pretty well known, so. Okay. Um, that's good. Well, I'll go first, shall I? Yeah. So, yeah, my name's Greg Lodge. I'm 31. <laughs> go on. Um, well, uh, it's important. Yeah. I'm married. These two aren't, yeah. Um, and Definitely not. I live in Hawley, near Gatwick Airport. I'm editing that out. Why? Because when we're like major celebrities, everyone's going to know where you live. Are they going to flop? And where's Hawley and Gatwick going to be in relation to like our US listeners? And North Korea. Yeah. No, not North Korea, South Korea. No, but do you know some some countries share the same names? So I was listening, I was not listening, I was watching something on Netflix and they had a Bristol. So. Was it America? Yeah. yeah but that's nice. probably because that's where we discovered it. That's why they've got Hampshire and stuff like that. What, do you think from us? And, yeah. And New England. So they took... Oh, okay. So we took our names over there. Basically. Oh, okay. I think we discovered America. <laughs> I was thinking, why is they the same names? Anyway, sorry. That is true. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. No, this is another fact. <laughs> this is important as well. Do you know people... And this is crazy to me. I found this out from Tiger Woods. Go on. Not personally. I read it. Um... People were playing golf on St. Andrew's Golf Course, which is the home of golf, yeah. before America was discovered, like, you know, by us discovered, yeah, yeah, yeah. what have you. That That is mental, isn't it? So golf was dis- golf was around before America? Yeah, yeah. People were playing golf on St. Andrew's Golf Course, the home of golf, before they went over to, before whoever, you say it was us or whatever happened. You, well, yeah, it was Columbus, European- wasn't it? Columbus discovered America. Yeah, but isn't he American? No. How could he be American if he discovered his own country? He came from Europe. Yeah, it's true. So why do we not... That's why Americans don't like him as well, because he took slavery over there. Were you going to say, why do we not own it? Yeah, why don't we own America? Yeah, have you not heard of, um, what's it, the yeah, American we, Civil War, we, mate? We had, yeah, 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 yeah it's we had huge. the American Civil War. Anyway. Wow. I think that was in like the 1800s or 1900s. Yeah, yeah proper Civil War, not 1900s. Yeah, like 1900 just, would be like 18 something, wouldn't it? Oh, would it? I'm sure it's like the 1870s, oh. 1890s, something like that. That's good. It's very good. Yeah, I did come for a history lesson. Sorry, sorry. Went sorry. Up. All good. Uh, so Greg from Surrey. Yeah, don't, not Hawley, guys. <laughs> not, don't flock. 
Dan, you want to say a little bit about yourself? Not really. So I'm actually quite interesting compared to Greg. Um, I'm is. 24, uh, pretty good looking, although you can't really see that. Um, birds love me, guys love me, just an all-round legend, play a bit of footy or uh, soccer for you American listeners. <laughs> That's all you really need to know, is that I'm the good, good looking one out of the three of us. It's true. And I'm actually of like normal male height. Quite grainy. I'm not, yeah, I'm not four foot tall like Greg. Whoa. Guys, I'm five five. <laughs> are you actually five five? No, five, six and a half. <laughs> Definitely not. Dan, how tall are you? Six foot one. You're not six one. I am. No, I'm six one. I'm the same height as you. Well. I'm just a bit more tonk. The listeners will never know. You're not more tonk, but that is the beauty of radio. Yeah. You have got a face radio, Greg. So I've been told. So, I won't do a bio about me. It's my podcast. Everyone knows who I am. You should really. People should know who Charlie is. They they're listening who to. Is. Do you have you have you said the name of this podcast yet? Anyone who's anyone is Charlie. Yeah, I've, I've introed us before this. Remember? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm new. I'm new to this game, guys. This yeah. is actually my first podcast. Dan, how many podcasts have uh, have you done? Um, let me just think. Yeah, this is also my first. <laughs> <laughs> And this is my fifth. You've been around the block. You're going to hold our hands during this, though, aren't you? Make sure that... Hold your hands. Um, make sure those levels are right. Um, but obviously, the point of today's podcast is to talk about the Doomsday Clock, what it's all about. I've done mm, no preparation. Greg's <laughs> done... Greg, how much, how much preparation have you done for that? So, I, it was actually my idea. I'm going to take the plaudits on this one, or not. Um, but yeah, I've only done a couple of minutes, if that, and I've not got a very good memory either, so I can't remember. Good stuff. No, to be fair, I know I've, what it is, though. I know what it is. I, yeah, uh, I can tell you about two things that I wrote down just before we came up. Go I'm putting a solid like five minutes. Yeah, of you were research actually. Into yeah, this. you were. Yeah, you've been giving it the big one that you've actually done research. So, so shall I tell them about? Tell us what it is, Dan. So the Doomsday Clock was first sort of brought to life in 1947. That is correct. And basically, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not based on any sort of scientific evidence or anything like that. They just have an opinion that when it hits midnight, the clock hits midnight. That is when we will reach doomsday or the end of the world. So we'll, ne- so we'll never get to midnight then because it'll, the, the world will be doomed and then they won't have time to put it to midnight again. Well, so there's an argument say so we'll never, ever get to. Well, I think we need to clarify exactly what it is and how they're able to control the countdown. And that is because it's not just the end of the world. It's written here, a man-made global catastrophe. Yeah. So it has to be a man-made one. It's not right. just like a comet hitting the world. So they think it's going to be either, either nuclear war or obviously the climate issues that are affecting us at the moment. Hold on, I just thought of something. Did you, when did you say this clock? And it's almost like a metaphor, isn't it? When did you say this was introduced? 1947. Now, something's just occurred to me, and it is an absolute fucking joke. What? <laughs> so we've known about this for however many years, but we're still continuing to just absolutely destroy our planet. Do you know what I mean? It's been on our radars, and it's been highlighted for so long, and we've done... Yeah, but we've moved away from midnight, and we've got closer as well. So they were... Like, 1991 was the year we were furthest away from midnight, which is the best the world has ever been in, according to this clock. We were seven minutes from midnight. Because it goes back and forth over the years. Yeah. They've changed yeah. it 24 times-ish. But my point is, and I know that, you know, 
I'm no expert. I just read whatever I'm told by the media, but we'll, you know, we'll get into that on another one. Um, <laughs> but from what I see, we really are, we've fucked our planet basically, haven't we? So, but what I'm getting at is we've known about it for so long, these man-made problems that we're doing to our planet, but we really if, haven't got anywhere. Is there an argument to say that? And if we didn't know about it, Greta has told us about it. That is very true. That you came across that light. You don't really like Greta. No, she's great. You Piers know. Morgan doesn't like her. She's good. As great and Greta go. is basically the same word. So, oh, it's one of those things. What are they called? Anagram. anagram. An anagram. Is it? Yeah, it is. She is an anagram. Yeah. Great Thetenberg. Great. Well, it's Thunberg, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. She's like Dutch, isn't she? I think it's great. Like honestly, like someone that's. I think she's to... a, she's a symbol of. Yeah, I think it's bringing good. the climate. Issue. It shouldn't really be. She's not a no, ten-year-old kid. It shouldn't have to be, but it, I mean, it obviously has to be because no one else is doing it. Well, I mean, obviously there are plenty of people doing yeah, it. What but... is she actually doing? Spreading Awareness? the message. Yeah. She's going Awareness? up to all these like summits and speaking to political people and bringing these issues to life. When really it should be the governments who have the most power to be able to actually supposed- enforce these changes. Supposedly, she's government controlled anyway, and. I was watching something last night where uh, she was at one of these rallies or whatever and the camera's like, you know what the media's like, it's filming and stuff, but it's quite close up. So it looks like there's a few people there. Yeah. But when you zoom out, there's literally like like five people standing around her. <laughs> oh, really? And she's got about eight private security bodyguards that are scattered around that have like been pinpointed as well. And if you're just someone that's Who's trying to spread that? the message, well, that's the whole- She ain't. That- <laughs> How do you know? Oh, she's 10. But she's not making the government look she's good. So how could she be? She? I thought you said someone says she was 10. She's something like that. I don't know. But how could, why would she be government employed if she's going up against these governments and highlighting yeah, how no, crap great, and shit of a job she does? Yeah, it's so true. And well, more to Preach the point. Preach it. Well, more to the point. Don't shout into the mic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. First time. <laughs> more to the point when everyone says like because you got to look at it from both angles so when everyone says that she's you know it's the government trying to control us and all of that kind of stuff but the question i ask is why because i i think like oh yeah it's the government or whatever but then when i stop to think what are the government gaining from telling us that we're destroying the planet so like hysteria like you're not focusing on their issues you're not you're not focusing on the uh you're not focusing on the things that they want you to look at. It's a bit of a smokescreen. Do you know what I mean? Is that is that what? So as in they're they're trying to do other stuff at the same time. The government's got a different agenda to. I, and I feel like they're doing shit. Most governments generally tend to do quite shit. I don't know. That's obviously my. Yeah, but I don't think we've ever really cared about the stuff that they do because a lot of the stuff they do doesn't actually affect us, which is quite sad. Like a lot of their stuffs, they're killing people in the Middle East and stuff like that. And in reality, people aren't actually going to care about that because it's thousands of miles away so that's what i think yeah although that is quite clever if you think about it this is what the royal family done you know prince andrew's a bit of a nonce (laughs) he is yeah what they've done is they've used they've used harry and Meghan's sort of arm leaving the uk and we want to do our own thing i think the queen said rush that get that out to the newspaper as quickly as possible then it covers up the fact that her son's a yeah, not- it's, it's so true. And I, I could not agree more. Like the whole Andrew thing, like how that has been covered by the media, Megan and Thingy, compared to, um, me, you know, Andrew. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I think it's quite really clever, true. to be honest. But it's bad, but... Then that, then that's the argument of, you know, the media. You know, they obviously are being controlled potentially by, you know, these elite group of people. And then that's when you start getting into the realms of the... Illuminati and you and all that kind of you know who's controlling all everything. Please refer to episode one. Uh, 
But uh, back to the actual topic, the clock. So you've got, when do they review it, Dan? Uh, they review it in January every year. Well, you have it, You actually have looked into this. Yeah. January? So, yeah. Every year. January this year. So this month was, well, they've reviewed it again. So it was two minutes. And they've now chopped it down to 100 seconds or one minute 40. That's the closest to midnight we've ever been. Is that what 100 seconds is? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Bloody hell. Did you ever though. go to school? <laughs> No, um, but yeah. So they've what they've highlighted is obviously the, all the sort of political unrest. The US are pulling out of like nuclear agreements, Iran and all that, the, the yeah. issues with Iran and all that sort of stuff. And then Donald Trump in power, yeah. And Boris. we've got all these issues with climate change, which I think that's like you know proper into all that sort of planet stuff, animals and all that sort of thing. I think it probably is fairly accurate that we've got. Yeah, the, I, I, this I, I is the most, most dangerous. Of a I time to have lived in. I still don't understand mathematically how they come up with it. It is a scientific group that does it. I can't remember what they're called. You probably know. I don't actually. Good research. I do. Do you? No. It's like <laughs> the ethical. It's like the ethical committee or something like that. But an interesting thing actually, oh, I up. found out with this uh, most recent review in January, there's a group which I've never heard of before called the Elders, and this is a what? thing made On up. Road? <laughs> This is a thing made up by Nelson Mandela, and it's like loads of people are supposed to be like, I'm trying to think of the right word, like a Mahatma Gandhi type thing. They're like quite philosophical. Good people. Yeah, good people. And what their goal is, is to try and sort of create world peace. And this is the first time that they attended the whole Doomsday Clock review. And I just think it just goes to show that- Highlights it. It's like bringing more and more people to attention with it. However- I do think it's a bit of a farcical thing because it's not based on actual any science at all. It is basically just their opinion that they think the world is very close to ending. Yeah, that yeah. is true. And they just stand there with a cardboard clock at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, there's it, not actually a clock. The, cro- the clock looks like, like shite. Honestly, it looks like... It's like something your child would bring up. Yeah, <laughs> is it really? And a child yeah. that's only got like one hand. They just turn up at their conference desk and they just plunk it on the table and yeah. they move, is that the hand, what it is? move the hand a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's atrocious but it's a metaphor though isn't it that's the whole point of it yeah, yeah. so I, in that sense it's great but I don't think if a government looks at that and says oh we're 100 seconds to the world ending they're not they're just gonna make some mockery of it really yeah, like guys have you seen the cardboard clock <laughs> yeah it doesn't look great at all does it although it does bring to sort of life the issues in society but I don't think the people that are going to make these changes are like governments it's a bit like really Greta. Care. They're not going to listen to a bunch of kids. They're not going to listen to people with a cardboard clock. Ultimately, <laughs> you've got to force these issues in, a dov- in another way. The sad thing is that I don't personally, I don't think anything will ever get done and we will ruin our planet and it'll be before it's too late. And then all of a sudden, I mean, obviously I won't be around to see it, but then all of a sudden all the money will come in to try and help and change it because we'll be that far gone. But it's too late if they would have just done that yeah, however many it... years ago. And, I, and that will happen because the world is just so money orientated. It's, you know, such capitalist way of doing things, capitalism, that it's, yeah, nothing will happen. And it doesn't matter how much you spread the message. It's the like the same principle as like cigarette packs that show you pictures of what cancer you're going to get and stuff. And it doesn't stop people. So if the news and stuff is telling us you're ruining the planet, I mean, for a start, there's three of us in this room and I already know that a third of us just don't give a shit. (laughs) Hold on. on. I really give a shit. So So it must be me. (laughs) 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 All right. Two thirds of us don't give a shit. Well, I think you're both twats then. (laughs) Oh, you're talking about you? Yeah. No, I do. I do care. 
but I don't I, recycle enough. See, it's so so simple to have to make changes like that for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Got a fourth guest bio, please. I think for the benefit of the tape, we are in a meeting room at work. Yep. And there's another one next to us. Inconsiderate people next so, door. So just to round off that particular topic, because I am. I think. No, can I? Sorry, can I just quickly cut in? Just very quickly. I do care about the planet. Okay. Well. All right. So do I. We all care. Yeah. Um, so let's just round that off with a little vote on who thinks that the doomsday clock is a realistic measure of how close we are to the end of the world. I, I don't think it can be that realistic, okay. potentially. I don't think there's there's too much going on around the world and all that for them to actually know. Like, yeah. that But I, I really enjoy the metaphor. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm of a similar opinion. It's not based on any sort of fact or scientific evidence, but... Obviously, they assess the current state of the world, like the nuclear thing and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So in that sort of sense, I think it brings to light the issues. But in reality, I don't think it's going to have much of an impact on anything. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, and I personally, maybe it's just because I'm closed minded, but I just don't see how anyone has the brain power to calculate something like that. Certainly not me. I'm sure the actuary is listening, which I'm sure... Oh, many. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we'll close off that then. So we don't, we think it's fairly loose. Agreed? Yeah, yeah loose. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got a topic that I want to bring up and it's to do with toilets. Oh, this is going to be riveting. It's going I to be it's a... not the work toilets, they're shit. No, it's more of, they are shit. This topic is going to be a pile of shit. <laughs> Go on, hit me. I've got uh, two things about toilets. One of them is toilet seats. Why are we always expected to put the toilet seat down? But we don't complain that women don't leave the toilet seat up. Thoughts? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to jump in. Um, as you know, as you both know, I'm a little bit of a... You sit down? No, I'm a bit of a feminist. Yep. You sit down, I support we. women. You're, um, yeah, the way you're saying that seems like that we don't. Just to make sure <laughs> I support women. I don't. <laughs> no, I just mean that, like, Chelsea's commented a few times, we've lived together now for probably, I don't know, like, four years or something. And she's commented that only once or twice have I ever left the toilet seat up. And it, But that might not be a literally supporting women thing, but I just naturally, I always just put it down. I think it looks better. I just, no, I don't that's know. that's fine. That, that's what you do. Yeah. But that doesn't, that doesn't answer the question. What's the question again? What? <laughs> Like, why is it just assumed that men should naturally be putting the toilet seat down, but women aren't expected to put it up for us? I think it's just, is it just a respect thing? It's just like opening the door for a woman. It's just, that's, I think, I'm guessing that's where opening it comes from. Opening the door for what? For a woman. Who does that? <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I definitely do. Yeah. That's how I'm so successful. <laughs> so anyway, I've lived with women. I didn't have a male figure in my life. Sad face. Sad face. I live with my mum and sister, so I've never, ever... Gonna get back together. <laughs> I've never had that sort of thing in front of me where the toilet seat's up. I've always... You, we're talking about the toilet seat that you can like lift up that has the bit that you can... Yeah, the ring, the hole in the yeah, middle. The, the one, that, the, si the sit-on one. What's it called? Yeah, what's that? The sit-on one. So what would like you call that layer. middle piece? What, to a toilet seat? Yeah, but the, yeah. the seat... Yeah, that's not the lid, is it? Not the lid. Oh, okay. So the toilet seat, that's that's always been down because I've lived with women. So for me, I've always just pissed just through that. Down, I don't need to lift that up. What? Personally. So you're the problem then? Hang on, hang on. You just wee through the seat. So the seat's down and you just you won't put it up. And then you get I all just splashes everywhere. 
But you get splashes on the on the little bit. It doesn't no, make a Charlie, difference. Help me out here. Back me up, brother. Do you do you wipe the splashes? I do actually. Yes, I'm quite conscious of that. Oh, toilet roll. Toilet roll. Yeah, who just has anti back? Whenever well, no, then it'd be like if you're just wiping the seat with toilet roll. Is that doing enough? That's germy, isn't it? Doesn't matter. It's outside. It's a toilet outside. I mind. Yeah. Although your kitchen worktop's got more germs on it than the toilet has. Yeah. And your office. You're, you know, we all work in an office here. I don't know if the listeners got that, but we all work together. Um, and <laughs> your office, your office space has more like the toilets here actually know. have AIDS. Everyone's got AIDS. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. To be perfectly honest. Well, anyway, I I personally don't think that we should just naturally put it down because we feel like we should. I really I'd think have to disagree. I think you sh- should get a life because that's not really an issue. I think what's you your should, next point? I think you should always do what makes your girlfriend or respect, wife. Yeah, it's respect, happy. isn't it? Does Hannah ever moan at you then? I I do put the seat down anyway. Like I'm just saying, I don't make a point of leaving it up. Uh, but but so say you go to the toilet and it's up, or you you pull it up, you pull the toilet seat up, and then you have a wee. Would you just leave that then? You would, wouldn't you? You just leave it. You wouldn't put it back down, is what you're saying. No, I'd put, I'd, I close the lid at home. Oh. But I'm saying, should I feel like I have to do that? Because I do feel like I should. But well, I yeah. agree with it. I, th- I think that's good for work you. Toilets, it's just polite. No, I won't with the work toilets. If it goes up, it goes no, it's up. It's too far gone, the work toilets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd never go into a cubicle. I actually make a point of just weeing on the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more hygienic. <laughs> and what's your second point about toilets? Uh, it was about disabled toilets. I brought it up before. Oh, you got the radar key. That's what you want. What? So you know the to- you know a disabled toilet. It has one key for all of them. It's called a radar key. I used to work in a Weatherspoons, and so this is how I know that because we had a radar key. And then I went round to Chelsea's. That's my wife. Everyone went round to her nan and granddad's at the weekend, and they had and they bought off Amazon a radar key so that they could then go and use any disabled toilet they wanted to and just let themselves in. So is that a thing? Yeah, look out, it's called a radar. So is that because in case they lose the key, someone else can get into it? Well, I think disabled people potentially always have a radar key so they can go to the toilet. Because you know when you go, they're they're always locked, yeah. I never knew that. That is... Every day is a school day. That's actually amazing. But but the point I was making, I can't really remember what my point was going to be on it. Sorry, I jumped in. But I think... Oh, yeah, it was... Why do people feel like they shouldn't use the disabled toilet? For instance, if you're... Let's say you're in a workplace and there's no disabled people there and there's disabled toilets. Should you just use a disabled toilet like normal? If it's free, then I don't see an issue with it. Same. Yeah, I've used many a disabled toilet and I, I'm, I'm actually, I love them because they're so big. Yeah, you can do a lot of activity in a disabled toilet. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a nice room to be in a disabled toilet. Yeah. Well, I, th- I personally think there's stigma attached to using a disabled toilet. I think there probably is a little bit. Yeah. but I, I... Especially if there is a disabled person waiting and you just wheel them out the way <laughs> and walk in. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. What are they going to do? <laughs> no, that's true. I think you should be able to park in disabled bays as well. If there's not an actual disabled person in there, then you should be able to park in it. Or maybe like there's a rule like... Especially if you have kids, they should double up. Yeah, it's a good point. I think it's maybe or if you've got like a bright yellow, fairly expensive Mercedes car, you should be able to park it wherever you want as well. Yeah, well what name drop, name drop. drop. <laughs> yeah, who's going to have that? <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, maybe you're right. If there's like, say you go into a supermarket and there's like five disabled spaces free and you're going to be quick, then maybe quickly nip in. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's pretty much my uh, that's my topics covered. No, that was good. <laughs> Just toilet talk. Well, I I mean, I've got something I'd like to talk about. Please and do. And if you don't mind, on this forum, you've Far got away. quite a big, you've got quite a big week, Charlie. Would you like to tell the listeners what's going on this week? Yeah, if the battery doesn't die on this recorder. Oh, no. No, it's all good. Um, I am having a baby, but they already know that because I told them on my last episode. And if you ever listened to them, you would know. Okay, yeah, You've done there. you there. You he's haven't listened to a single there. episode, yet you were my biggest supporter. Well, firstly, I'm always your biggest supporter. I'm here for you. Um, secondly, I did actually listen to maybe half of one. And then yeah, I switched I, off. Yeah, I listened to. And, not, and that's no, that's no bad feedback. That, that was just feedback. me. I've got busy you just life. Said you just switched off. Busy life. Yeah, no, I, I listened to four minutes of one and then <laughs> fell asleep. Yourself. And yeah, I immediately wanted to kill myself. So, well, I think this content will be better going forward. Yeah, guys, make this a regular thing. Do you know what? I, I must admit, it is my first time, but I was a bit trepidation. Is that the right word? Trepidatious. Feeling a bit trepidatious about it Deja vu then. yeah <laughs> um but yeah actually i've actually quite enjoyed it still got time yeah we have i've enjoyed well yeah i'm still enjoying it to be perfectly honest with you greg <laughs> don't cut it short <laughs> sorry for the battery's going um no charlie so you said yeah listeners they should know but yeah literally this is can i say the date the day is that allowed <laughs> say what you want okay yeah. no i won't say the date or the day just, just in don't case. say where we work <laughs> <laughs> where do we work don't know anyway Two days time. I'm gonna be a dad. You're gonna be another dad. I'm gonna be another dad. How does I mean? T- talk us through your. If that kid is born with blonde hair, green eyes, <laughs> it was glasses. It was not me. <laughs> yeah, and glasses. <laughs> Wearing a polo top. If your kid comes out looking like a blonde Harry Potter, I can assure you it was not me. Ralph Lauren polo as well. Just for the record, not an actual polo top. Bula. In fact, check out the uh, check out the Twitter if you want to know what we look like. Still, still. And I feel like yeah, you're. Can exci- we, can you, no, I'm very. Excited. I want you to talk about I'm it. I'm very excited. Um, How's Hannah? She's very excited. Can I just interrupt and say this is? <laughs> who cares? Yeah, I've got to say. I don't. He's my mate, and I literally do not care about his child whatsoever. I want to see it once, and then until it can like play football with me, I. Well, no, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. That this is a big life event for the host I'll of this you, podcast. I'll tell you why I'm not that interested in talking about it on this. It's because I don't think anyone would be that interested in hearing about it. No. If you're listening to someone that you've never listened before and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just no one not, talking No one knows babies. him. Who cares about well, him having a child? I mean, I mean my, my following at the moment, they would just be wondering like, oh, why is, it, why is he talking about this? Okay, well, what about all the males that look up to you as a role model? that are going through their own pregnancy (laughs) and you know do you want to and you've done it before so you've you've got experience do you not want to give yeah advice under no circumstances do it don't do it do not do (laughs) it no parent is great i'm 24 and i already want to get the snip (laughs) being deadly serious (laughs) i don't want kids i had a really like quite an awkward conversation with my girlfriend over a family dinner and i was like I could do without kids to be perfectly honest and she was like you know when a female pulls that face where she looks fuming and you know what she's thought then she's thought my god I've been with this guy for years yeah and he might not want the same thing as me yeah and so I might have to actually start evaluating what I want to do literally the face she was pulling her family looked disgusted at me and I just wanted to get out of there exactly. as soon as possible. She really awkward. And then I had to go back and so what I actually pulled my meant. tongue out of her ass and left. <laughs> literally, honestly. 
It was the worst day of my life. Shit, when was that recently? Friday. <laughs> yeah. Is she going to have a problem with you broadcasting? <laughs> Probably, yeah. No, you've made us sign something to say we've got a... NDAs. Got to talk about everything and anything. Yeah, nothing's off limit. Apart okay, from... well, apparently the baby conversation's off limits then. No, I just feel like it's not a topic to talk about now. Did, is that the only topic you came with? Asking no, I got about one my more. Baby, I've got one more that's... that I thought about earlier that I'm quite interested in. Go on. So we work, don't we, in, a, in an office, which I'm not allowed to say where. because Don't even say we work in an office. Because everyone will flock. Um, well, no, it's more that I don't want to get sacked for talking about bad stuff. Oh, okay. That's true. Okay. We right. did make jokes about disabled people, which, I mean. This is a government office, so <laughs> we can't really talk about this sort of stuff. Okay, no, that's fair. This is MI5. <clears throat> Am I... What? Am I a... <laughs> anyway, so my other topic was this guy at work is going to be running the Brighton Marathon, right? You? No, 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 this guy, not me. Oh, the other guy, I've already yeah. run the, the London oh, Marathon, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, and Dan's running 62 Well, this is it, soon. and Dan's running <laughs> apparently like topic? a million miles, <laughs> and I'm interested, because we spoke about this, I don't know, I don't, a couple months ago, have you done people any... People are really, like, sceptical of me actually doing this, like... Because I think it's a big deal, and you don't see, like, you're doing anything. For a bit of context, Dan is quite athletic, so he plays football a lot. He's not, is he but not more athletic than me. But is... You go to the gym and stuff, don't you? Does he? Yeah, baby. He doesn't look like it. I mean, you're very different people, but 62 miles, have you got that in you? Yeah, like, damn, that in is one serious. Go. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Other than playing football, I actually haven't done that much training for it. So I'm being proven right. And it's in May. So so get in contact. If you're if you're a fitness trainer... What should he be doing what, now? What should he be doing? Let us know in the comments below. Well, I know what he, he should, should be, he should be smash doing. Smash that like button. It's 62 miles. Running, which, which he should be doing. Yeah, should 62 miles. And for anyone that does kilometers that's 100 kilometers that i'm running in one stint london to brighton didn't your sister's toenails break off yeah my sister's done it before she done it for a brain tumor charity i'm doing it for a mental health charity um i probably will lose my mind doing it but yeah she lost all of her toenails barely can run two years later her knees ankles everything's just have fucked. you paid have you paid to go into this yeah, I think I paid, because I'm doing it for charity, it's cheap, so it's like £16, and I think I have to raise like £750, so it's not that much. That's not much money for the distance. No, but I'll, my target is a lot more than that. And you, are you just going to walk? No, I'm running it. He's not, Dan, you're not running There's it. There's three categories, you, you can do running, jogging, or walking, and I put myself in for running. You're going to have to do the latter then, because <laughs> you haven't done anything. And when I signed up, it gives you like sort of time frames of how long that's going to take, it's about 16 to 20 hours. My sister done it in 20 hours, so I really hope I can beat that. But how how many breaks do you have? Well, you can stop when you want. They do have tents. My sister said she stopped for three hours and they didn't want her to continue. They had to wrap her feet up because there they was just blood everywhere. So what that's a serious she, thing. It's what an charity ultramarathon. was she doing it for? A brain tumour charity. Okay. That well, I, I feel like, you know, I don't know if I've said this, but I've run a marathon. I've run the London Marathon. And... I feel like I'm qualified to give a bit of... Yeah, I'm happy to take your opinion. Whether I do anything with it or not, that's... Well, my, my, well I mean, my opinion is that you won't do it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. But yeah, but that's you the need thing. to get going I now, like literally people, now. I think a lot of people think that I'm running at a pace. It's not. It's And the people I've spoken to, there's someone that I know who does a lot of running and they said this sort of thing isn't about trying to do it in the quickest time. It's literally about making sure you can keep... It's like... They call it time on foot. 
It, so if you it's can mind keep, over matter, isn't yeah, it? if you can stay on your feet for that long, you'll do it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't think anyone can do it. Like, say, for instance, let me pick. I don't know, my mum or something, she couldn't just go and do that because there will be a point at some point, whether it be mile 10 or 30, where I just think you'd cramp up, you'd, you'd, you'd be hurting too much because yeah, you need to get miles in your legs. Yeah, I know. But that's what the training will entail is spending time on foot. So I'm not going to be running 18 miles in one go and absolutely like sprinting. No, no, no. It's all about time on foot. So they say, go and do a 20 mile walk. Because it's not about doing it at pace, it's about making sure your body's like, acclimatised, I suppose, is probably the best word, to being on your feet for that long. So where's your biggest time on foot in training so far? <laughs> Wait, let me just count. One, two, three, four, five, six. About seven minutes. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to be harsh, but yeah, it's mate, we're basically in February now. I, you I, say I appreciate how fucked, but... You're fucked. I, it's for a charity, so I'll push through it. I'll have a bit of time off after. And at the end of the day... If I fail, I fail. At least I've given it a go. I've said I wanted to do something for charity this year. I want to be does, a better person if you this fail, year. So. Do, does the charity still get the money? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. I think the charity so all gets the con it people that sponsored him will get conned. Yeah, no. that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's the people that. Yeah, people pay. pay to yeah, do but it. you're not doing it because I'm doing that. You're doing it because you want to give to charity, surely. Bit I would both. Give, Bit both. I'd give you £20 just like for the band. But would you give him more if you knew he was actually going to do it? If, if I knew you were training for it really hard... You might give him a bit I mean, more I, money. I, I personally wouldn't because I can't really afford it, but I would want to if I knew you were like really dedicated to it. I am. I'm going to start... <laughs> I've been playing so much football and stuff. My fitness is like improving massively. I'm not even joking. Do, do you like, know what? Genuinely, and I was thinking this, I was looking at you. You do look a little bit leaner in the face yeah. than you did a couple of months you ago. You did need to, though. <laughs> yeah, I put on serious a lot like amount of serious Christmas weight. Serious a lot of weight. Yeah. Well, this is quite nice. If this is a, if this is a, if we get invited back to do this again, maybe Dan could pledge. If because you're going away for a month, yeah, not in prison. You're just, <laughs> yeah, I'm going away. Going for away. A month. But so when you're back, if we do another one of these, maybe Dan could I'll pledge. I'll give you You might get ten minutes on foot. You know, there's actually no reason to say that we couldn't record one during that four weeks at some point. Were you going to come up to the office? Yeah, I'd be up for that. Because I, I actually want to keep on it now. I've enjoyed. Where this, do you live? You know? I, uh, I, I'm. I, I know I where you live. I know where you live. I didn't want you to say it out loud. But South Coast. That I could run there. That could be part of my training. I could run there, <laughs> do the podcast, and then run home. It's probably still. How great would that be? <laughs> so, like a play, any pledge? Did you say a pledge? Sorry. Yes, I will have done a lot of training by the next time we've done a podcast, and I'll be. Very that's, a, that's a real smart goal that a, okay i would have trained specific <laughs> set me a goal say what do you think is adequate training for that time period i'm gonna have i'm gonna have run 100 miles in that by the time we next do a podcast if it's in like a month's time if it's like two weeks you can fuck off say three <laughs> say three weeks in three weeks so 75 miles no way in three absolutely weeks absolutely no way in three weeks i would have run 50 miles how are we going to prove it? You've got to record it on your phone. Yeah, I'll get, I've got a running app and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So oh. there is there is legitimate proof here. Okay. Well, we'll revisit that if we get the if we get the chance. And just a, another added point, they do provide like help during the run. So there's like tents where they'll oh. give you like sports massages and stuff to rub out your lactic acid and stuff that goes up <laughs> into the muscles. Glad you finished with lactic acid. Nice little techie, techie running information there for you. Um. Well, no, I, I hope that you do it. It is great. But yeah, like, I, I just think, no. My issue is that I'm going to New York in between that for a week as well. So that's a week of probably not doing that much training. Although that could be quite a good bit of training running around New York. That's quite a good experience. I'd 
Do you know, I was, so I'm also going to New York, funnily enough. Yeah. And I was, I went to apply for the London Marathon again and I was going to do a bit of training in New York if I got in, but then I didn't get in. Any sponsors on here? How about you join mine? Challenge. We'll do it together. Oh, no, honestly, I've done one. I've done the marathon. I don't know if I've said it. Yeah, but it's not all about fast pace. It's about time on foot. But, yeah, but but I was I was doing a bit of time on foot during it where you're just plodding around and it's still, it's... Guys, I just want to say this is really good content. <laughs> So we just got chatting away there. It's like the mics weren't we even here. Wow, that's the beauty of it. And that will happen the more we do this. It's great. But no, are we? Is this, was that a wrap-up? I think we're going to iron out all the sort of creases as it is our first time. Well, I think there's mine potential Greg's first time. I think we've been solid. My understand, well, my want would be each episode coming with three topics that we most want to bring up for that week or whenever it is that we're recording. And, uh, and yeah go from there yeah it's, it's all what do they call it it's all fluid man it's like we just fluid, we go with it dude and i think if people want to provide topics that they want to hear as well that could be quite good well, yeah all those, all those if you uh, if you want to sponsor this podcast what's the uh, email address that they could send potential topics to dan you're great uh yeah i mean i would have wrapped up in my post wrap up after this but you know for the sake of you guys can you keep that bit so in email chat this dot podcast at gmail.com that's chat this one word dot podcast at gmail.com so any ideas of what you want to hear from us yeah. send it in yeah and we'll just very lastly maybe a little bit of feedback me and dan how, how have we been in this first episode yeah well from me yeah i think you've been really great i think we all started off shitting it i certainly was i was very nervous but you've both just you put me at ease good thank you i love you guys have you enjoyed it yeah, it's been good. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for listening, everyone. Definitely do it. No, no, you don't. Oh, sorry. Oh, you'll sign it off. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll sign it off I'll after this. I'll go ahead of my station. Yeah. I'll definitely do it again, though. Yeah. I well, feel I'm like it, if we went round to yours after you've had a baby, in case you didn't know he's having a baby, uh, yeah. we could all no, go round yours that, and... He doesn't like it. We could go to yours. I'll run to yours. And then we'll do a <laughs> po- podcast, have a bit of time, have a bit of lunch, that sort of thing, and really make it great. I like it. Cool. Right, right. Well, thanks for. Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not thanks for up now. I'll just, I'll just cut it off. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. If this is the last time I get to speak to you, bye. <laughs>